Hi, this is Lisa Blythe, and coming up on the next edition of Daytona Scene, it's festival season continuing in the greater Daytona Beach area. We have Halifax Art Festival this weekend, the Volusia Vegans Veg Fest, plus live music in Deland with the Songwriters Festival and Fall Jamboree at the Pioneer Settlement of the Arts. Stay tuned for that and more, including all the people, places, and things that make Daytona Beach great. It's all coming up on the next edition of the Daytona Scene Podcast. Daytona Scene Podcast with Alan Lisa. Daytona Scene Podcast, Al Smith here with Lisa Blythe. Hello, Lisa. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I was just thinking, you know, this is our eighth episode. Yes. I think eight is enough. Episode eight. Eight is enough. (laughs) We're just, I was thinking we were just getting started. No, I like eight. I like octopus. I like the number eight. It's a good number. Do you know that octopus have eight legs and eight brains? Some have nine. Legs I was aware of. Was it the brain? Yeah, they have brains in every leg. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's one of those stem things. An incredible... (laughs) episode of nature that is this season of nature on pbs about the octopus and it is amazing really they have evolved completely differently than humans so bob square pants i wouldn't have learned that watching that i know i know i love (laughs) octopus and there's actually this uh, really funny uh, twitter person who makes up all kinds of different jokes on twitter and all the different uh, aliases for octopus like one would be leg 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 (laughs) Another one is Old Dangly Boy. I thought that was pretty good. Our trumpeter of the Should deep. Should be plural. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of fun. That is fun. We just went somewhere with the octopus, but I really like that's okay. Because cool. it's eight, episode eight. eight, and then remember, eight is enough. That TV series yes. back in the day. And they said it would never last. And they, I know. We made it to eight. We made it to eight. That's like two months. So that's right. It's almost a habit. Yeah. Uh, that brings me to another question. Uh, yes. Bobby's thinking this too. When do we start getting paid? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when do we start getting paid? Yes, please write your checks. <laughs> right. Any donations? We should set yeah. up a GoFundMe. Yes, we will. That could be kind of fun. time goes on. But anyway, yes. So episode eight, Daytona scene, your answer to the question, what the heck is going on in what Daytona Beach? What the heck Beach? is going on? There is a lot going on. And... uh what happened to, to we just not have a a fall or a summer? Did we just go right back? I mean, a, a winter? Did we just go right yeah. into summer again? Yeah, I think it's you so slept hot. through it. Well, it was like one hour at 3 a.m. It was about 70. Yeah. That was it. So earlier today, I had some company, uh, some some dear friends in town from North Carolina, and I met them down at the ocean deck. And I'm sitting there. I mean, here it is. It's almost November. And there's people just swimming in the ocean. Yeah. What, my what friends from North ocean? Carolina are like, what? Is it always like this? I said, no, not really. What is the ocean temperature now? Have you like put put your toe in? I wonder if it's still as warm as it was. Is it? Because I'm, yeah, I'm more of like an 82 be? to 85. I'm in the ocean. Otherwise. How could it not be? We've yeah. had what? One day that was yeah. below 60? <laughs> and I, you know, we have the, and I, and I guess... Having been involved in how effects are okay, Bobby, what you got? Seventy-eight degrees. Seventy-eight degrees. Another wow. eight. It's Almost November first. It's Halloween, and in the, the temperature seventy-eight. I, I remember up north having to wear winter coats over my Halloween costume and crying about it because I couldn't be right. Mrs. Beasley like I wanted to. I had to wear a coat, of course. Because <laughs> it was snowing. 
And that's Detroit. <laughs> that's Detroit for you. That's it. But yeah. no, it was just, uh, I also had a flak jacket on, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> right. But it was just kind of struck me sitting out there in my shorts and a horse <laughs> flip-flops yeah. on uh, the end of October. I know. I think that's why I bet that we have an issue with people shopping for the holidays because it doesn't feel like it's the holidays. Yeah. We're not going to get started. No. But we do, it is the beginning of events season. And um, I, last week we had a, the downtown Daytona Nights first one. I thought for the first one, it was pretty good. A lot of, That's I a, had a great uh, time. Yeah. Saw a lot of people down there. Yeah. Listened to some music. Some of your bands were fabulous. Yeah. Ran into some friends, ate out at, I think we ended up eating at Zappies. Perfect. Later in the night, walking around, seeing some cars. Didn't yeah. realize there were so many Subarus in town. Well, I know we have, I thought, so I thought you would like that. That yeah, is super that's cool, cool out there. But there were some really neat older cars yeah. that I hadn't seen in a long time, if ever. Yeah, they had it with the Mustangs, a lot of Mustangs and a lot of Corvettes. Um, mixed mash of other things. So yeah, that we look was forward nice. to doing that. So again. did everything go smoothly from a, an organizer perspective? It did. As smoothly as one could expect. Yeah, the weather Except held it was out. hot. It was hot. Good weather. The the food you had food trucks food there. Trucks, were they all yes, happy? And, and vendors were. in the street selling beverages of all kinds. That's right. Popcorn. I smelled the popcorn. Yes, kettle corn. Yeah. So it, it seemed like a fun event. When are we having the next one? Yeah. Well, we're the next thing downtown. Well, is this art fest this weekend? And then we're going to do a a chocolate walk nice. minus the wine. The wine and chocolate, chocolate. will be later in the year. So chocolate, because you know there year. are chocolate flavored beers now. Are you yes. going to have chocolate flavored beers on the tour? I from think that we could probably McKay's. work that out. But um, it's really kind of featuring the Angel and Phelps Chocolate Factory. It's kind of our one of our anchors in the downtown, which uh, is a family venture. So I, I uh, was talking to my brother who runs that, and um, he told me you know have the tours they do four or five times a day, seven days a week, and uh, they had over two hundred thousand people go through there in a year. Wow. That's a lot of people. On tours. I think it, so that, that's what yes. they track is the tours, right? The tours, yes. Plus the additional people who just come I, in like me and buy stuff. All right. The time. I'm talking about yeah. just popping in to get a box of chocolates for a, a friend or a colleague. Um, anyway, so we just thought we'd do something around that. We'll have more information about that as we get closer. Mm-hmm. But but we have your first now, can we say inaugural? Inaugural. We're saying okay. the inaugural Volusia I know I can't say fest. first annual because that's, no, not, that's no, a no-no. You should yeah, taught me that. It's not first annual, yeah. So it can be inaugural. Inaugural VegFest. Yes, it's coming up this weekend, noon to 6, at the Ormond Brewing Company, which is at 301 Division, just a little bit west of the railroad tracks. That's right. We've got 24 vendors committed. That's great. Have had uh, about 150 people RSVP through uh, Eventbrite, plus a lot more on social media saying they're coming getting the signs up around town, but we have eight food vendors. And again, this is all vegan. And there's a difference between vegan and plant-based. Now, plant-based food is, of course, based in plants. There's no meat in it. But being vegan means more than just what you eat. It's what you consume, what you purchase, lotions, anything that's not tested on animals, no leather. You know, there's a lot of other types of ways, I guess. So we have encouraged in our uh, having all of our vendors, it, it's a vegan festival. So there aren't any animal products used in anything that will be sold, including um, there's a, a vapes person or Ashes Elixirs who's going to be there, Humane Apparel, uh, Legal Wana, which is hemp clothing. 
Uh-huh. And then, uh, of course, the food products as well. So we have two rescues. Great dog animal rescue is going to be there. And I had a, I didn't even know this existed, but there's a horse rescue in Ormond Beach. And they reached out and asked if they could come. Not going to bring horses with them, but if they right. could come just to, for some exposure. So we're, we're hoping that they'll be able to set up. So what you're saying, this is a lifestyle. It's not just, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's not a just lifestyle. what you eat for, yeah. uh-oh. Right. And, and um, Love's Whole Foods has yes. donated 100 bags to the first 100 people who show up with goodies in that for them. Yeah, I'm assuming we, are these hemp bags or not? They no, they're plastic the, bags. If you've ever been, well, they're, they're kind of vinyl-y. If you've ever okay. been in those just grocery bags that you okay. can use to, to refill. But we've, we have Parvathy's Kitchen, which they are often at the Deland First Friday event. Um, they do Indian food. They have oh. a truck. They're going to be there. Oh My Cod, which is oh plant-based seafood. <laughs> yeah, but they're really no good. Cod. There's no real cod. It's fake cod. It's going to be their Wild Rabbit Bistro, which is a restaurant oh, that you may have been to in up in Ormond. They're going to be there. Yeah, they've got some items they're going to have on our list. Knocker tots, which is loaded tater tots Ooh, with I all love- kinds of stuff on it. You know, tots are a big thing. I love tater tots. Yeah. So knocker tots is going to be there. Gorditas, which does sandwiches. We've got Tasty Dogs, which is vegan or plant based hot dogs. The Bacon Snack Factory. Bacon Snack. Mm-hmm. So a, a good mix of, of people, natural products like by TMB. Treat. We have tea <laughs> company who's selling tea. Natural Awakenings Magazine is going to be there. They did an article about, about the event. Mm. And two apparel, plus Natural Concepts Revisited, which is right downtown, place where I get most of my groceries. Yes. There, she's going to be there offering some things. And Beat Root, which is beet juice. Mirzan, which does spices. Wow. So we've got a, a good mix, all of a huge variety of items. And so is this out back by the? Yep, and okay. inside, you know, they this expanded Warm yeah, and Brewing. Really nice. So there is a, a larger seating area. Plus, there's another area where they do some brewing, or they hold have holding tanks. But that will be open, and we'll have some yeah. of our vendors inside there as well. So Man. we have some indoor, some outdoor. You really got a lot of people. I know. We're really excited about it. And Vince Faulkner, who is with Ormond Brewing, is yes. going to have a list of all the vegan beer that they have available that day. He's a clever fellow, isn't he? He's a very vegan. clever guy. Yeah. He's a really nice guy. And yes. he does a lot of events there as well. They have that 0.0 race he was I've telling run me that. about. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's pretty exciting. I've for strided you. through that. He told me how that was set up, and they had thirty vendors for that. So he said, "You're really maxed out at 30 and and we, um, yeah, with the with our setup, it works better to have about twenty five. So, so it's really exciting. First time this has ever been here in in Volusia County. I was really amazed at the outreach of people who are like, "Wow, finally a place in Volusia County we can go right. and get veg food." So, is there a cost to attend? Nope, no it's cost free to, to attend. attend. Free, and then you just a la carte. Buy what you want. Buy what you want. To eat or sit drink. and have a drink. We're going to have some live music. No. Gray is performing starting at 6. Okay. Um, and we were hoping to have another musician during the day, but it hasn't quite worked out yet. So. Right. Yeah, so there'll be parking within that parking lot limited, and then the next parking lot on the um, east side of the railroad tracks will be open as well. So we'll be able to park people in there and yeah, just walk right over. Business. Uh, I, know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So we have shirts. All of our shirts. vendors get shirts, and then I have extra shirts if people want to buy them. Yeah. Inaugural Vez- Veg Fest shirt. So yeah. from a, somebody who's not, obviously, I'm not a vegan, but what what I find interesting is like you, 
it's great to find out about this stuff and to try things and move. Well, you know, maybe you mm-hmm. don't move your whole diet in that direction, but certainly it's, it's a healthier. Yeah. Uh, well, way if to everybody in it. the world one day a week just stopped eating meat, everybody right. in the United States one day a week just didn't eat meat, it would be huge for our environment, right? As well as their health, because animal fats are a huge contributor to a lot of of um, heart disease blood flow issues that people have mm-hmm. so they just yeah taste, it's something to try so and you know the, the thing about our group our volusia vegans group is we, we're not luxury it's really about right you know the more you know here's some information and well we will have information that we'll hand so out so this is a group yeah we're called volusia vegans we are a uh, i've applied for the 501c3 status but we are a nonprofit. okay and uh we're just based here in daytona so right. how how often do you meet Oh, as it depends. Needed. As yeah, needed. As needed. <laughs> well, we have to meet at least once or twice a year to maintain right. our okay. corporate status. But yeah, we're in Inc. in Florida, and um, and if somebody wants to get started, we if have somebody wanted to get involved, there'd be part of it. Yeah, show up Saturday would be the show first thing. Show up Saturday you need to do. would be good. We have a website, VolusiaVegans.com. We're on all the social media. Uh, Tony and Lauren are part of the group, and they're they're in the millennial age group and they're very good with social media. So they, they, they put everything on Instagram. They're awesome. They know how to do all that. that. They know how to make it look cool and tag things. And you're supposed to tag a lot and hashtag and, and add little images to your, your Instagram story, which they do that as well too. So it's, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. You know, one of the things when I first started when this all came about is I had a movie showing at, cinematique called dominion which was about the animal agriculture industry that's where i met these two ladies and that's kind of where this started Mm -hmm. so i there are a lot more films available there's one called pollinators which is about the importance of bees in society so i'm working on getting that shown as well in the in in january so what i gonna do is do movies do these types of of events and other education there you go because sometimes that's a good way to reach people Either music or film. That's right. Don't you and think? food, of course. And food. Music, film, and food. <laughs> Got to lead with the food yeah, and the music. So, and so I'm really excited about all the folks who have decided to uh, participate. Oh, one of the other ones, Kettle Corn, Out of the Box, Kettle Corn is going to be there. Out too. of the Box. So, you know, Kettle Corn makes everything smell good. Oh, yeah, I do. Now, is there, is my Kettle Corn guy different than that Kettle Corn yes, guy? This is a What's vegan Kettle Corn guy. Uh, what? I didn't know corn was... Well, not corn, but it's what you put on top of it. Sometimes they use honey or egg whites in the process. I thought you could... You you don't use honey? No, it's an animal product. But it was... Okay. (laughs) Yeah, actually, the honeys, you know, the bees weren't actually thinking, hmm, let's make this for the humans when they started making honey. Right. They're making it for themselves. We just stole it. (laughs) (laughs) I do a pretty good job of that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a fun event. I'm hoping we get a, a great turnout. Come for an hour. Come for a couple hours. Yeah. You can still go to the Halifax Art Festival. Yes. Pop over there, and then of course Sunday you have the Halifax Art Festival. The Halifax Art Festival's 57th year. You know, I wanted to ask you about that because I looked that up and it yes. said the second longest running art festival in the history of Florida. Uh-huh. So of course I'm thinking, what was the first? Cannot find out the first. Uh, they told me it was the first. Well, their their press release says second oh. longest running. So I wonder who is the first. And maybe one of our listeners can tell me yes. the oldest, closest I could find in Florida was Cedar Key. Right. But on their website, it says it's their 54th year. So huh. 
I don't know. Yeah, and I remember the Halifax Art Festival, is, I've been here most of my life, so if I go back to the or- old Orman Hotel um, there on Granada, yeah, just before you go at the foot of the right bridge. Right across from Casements? Right. Yeah. So that's where it was for a long time until the you know, t- they took the hotel, had to, you know, and disrepair, and they had, it didn't make, mm-hmm. it was too expensive to keep, so they took it down and... That's a whole nother story. But then they had part of it there and then across the street in the casements. But my understanding is even, that was my first memory, but I was told before that it was downtown. Oh, so yeah. it started out downtown. Started out downtown and moved it to Orman. So would that have been in the 60s then? I'm yeah. Guessing. And then uh, I do know that they moved it from Orman. They moved it to when what is now the Hilton. It was the Marriott up there. Um, you know, by the pier and all that up by, yeah. the, by the banjo. Mm-hmm. They did it up there. First year they did it, beautiful, like today, you know, beautiful day, everything went great. The next year, <laughs> it was just, you know, rainy. And the thing about when you do things on the ocean like that, it's like there's nowhere to hide. Right. So then they ended up moving it out to, um, out to, out to the college. Or now the Daytona State yeah. College on, on, on ISB. And so that's where they were when we got the streetscape finished in 98. They'd been out there. And so we went to them and said, hey, we got, because downtown previous to that, I always find it interesting. We don't think I saw some old article or something. Oh, I know what it was. Mark Hodgson did a, I was listening to one of his CDs and he was talking about the, they used to have, you know, in air quotations, the bookstore and the, the downtown. I was like, wasn't a very nice place previous to the streetscape in the 90s i mean there was some some shady shady not nice things going on and now i know we we feel like it should be even better and it should but before we did the put the palm trees in and the nice pavers and all that and redid the street um we got it done uh i was president of the downtown association at the time went and begged and pleaded and they're like well we could stay here and they pay for everything so no, we found in the money, and they moved down here in '98, I think it was, and uh, I've been here ever since. So how you know sometimes when you change locations, you lose people. Yeah, D- did that happen? No, we no. can't. I I think that's Continue what proved to, gain people. to be. I think everybody sensed that that um, that the aesthetics of the downtown, the Riverfront Park, just just like when we were out there the other night for the downtown Daytona night, it's just so beautiful out yeah. there. I mean, I do events on other locations and other streets and. They're all good, but there's just nothing as beautiful as just the yeah. water's right there, the beautiful, you know, the trees, the everything that the buildings just at yeah, all. Yeah, I was surprised. I had seen them putting up those twinkle lights on the palms and the, and they weren't turned on. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. Where are the twinkle lights? Let's just have those on all the time. It was a fake out. That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought, wow. What, earlier in the week when I was walking my dog, I saw them putting them up and I thought, well, they're doing this for Al's event. Isn't that nice? I thought it was really nice too. And then they didn't come on. That's a whole other story. Yeah. But the, uh, so the art festival, it's a juried show. The Downtown Development Authority, which helps sponsor, that's what I'm doing also, is a major sponsor for the Halifax Art Festival. So they have a significant amount of prize money of, a, of you know, and that's how we get these juried art shows. So when you're walking the art fest from, Or- from Orange Avenue to ISB is all juried um, art. Everyone in those two blocks, with very few exceptions, 
has entered to be judged. And they've been judged, right? Yes. And how that gets done, I don't know. And the only thing I know about art is if I drink some wine, it looks better. But I couldn't. I only know what I like. I don't know much more than that. Although I've enjoyed it every year. So then, but then the block from ISB to Bay in the North End is all um, is not juried, and it's what they call crafters or. You know, you don't have, they're not as stringent as to what you can do or not do. And actually, that's very popular because there's more affordable things for a lot right, of people. Right, right. A lot of people do their Christmas shopping yeah. or holiday shopping during the Halifax yeah. Art Show. So that's a, that's that's kind of how it lays out. And then we have a, in the park, we have a food court. We've got s- several food trucks out there. We'll have out there. And then there's a stage with a lot of local there's some of the better local musicians out there playing throughout the day. So it's Saturday from 9 to 5 and Sunday 10 to 4. I'll be so out there for Sunday for sure. So it's a big time. And it's, um, you know, I was just talking to George who puts this on, done a great job over the years. And, you know, he, he was telling me about the meeting to the city and uh, city manager told him, you know, how important. And, and, and I've told him this before, but it meant more coming from the city manager. Manager than me because he's got a little clout there. uh, You know, you're trying to make a deal, but uh, and it is true. It's the and I've told people this for years. This this is the biggest economic driver of downtown Daytona Beach, and there's really not a close second. There really isn't. You know, it's just uh, and it's been that way for a long, long time. I mean, I remember people when we had Bike Week down here, we thought, oh, Bike Weeks, and it's not Bike Week is. Was really didn't do much for most of the merchants, although we were glad to have it. And back in the day when uh, the Ross Myers were downtown, they would uh, kick back a lot of the money they made in the park to help us with other events. But that was not not, not a direct impact on the downtown like the Art Fest is. So, well, the the usually I think it's the the Museum Guild has the book sale right there on the corner. Is that still yes. going to be in that jersey? Yes. I love that. I always Me go down too. there and look for books. I always find a couple good ones. I know. Okay, so okay. I do go there early. <laughs> I get to Friday night and start making deals. Oh, you do. You start looking for things. Don't, don't tell no. anybody. I have to pop down there Friday night. Yeah, if they'll let you. But if, yeah. if nothing else, first thing They're, Saturday. For, yeah. Well, I can't be there Saturday because I'm going to be at the Veg. That's right. You're vegging. Be setting up. We got a that's lot one of things. I was just thinking that's one time you could be vegging out and be positive and be constructive. <laughs> I know. Well, it is. I mean, I think even vegging out, you need to, you know, rebuild yeah. and rejuvenate yeah. yourself. That's so. right. Well, that's exciting. And, you know, if you're staying downtown, you go to the art show, you want to have dinner at one of the fabulous restaurants yes. downtown, and then you might want to head over to the News Journal's Food, Wine, and Brew Fest, which is going to be from 6 to 10 at the Hilton Daytona Beach Oceanfront Resort, which yes. is just a mile across the river. That's right. That's a big event going on for nine years. I didn't realize it had been going on for so long. So that's yeah. another event, and you can even see the ocean. Yes. from the Hilton. And speaking of seeing the ocean Friday night, you know, you had the love band out at downtown Daytona nights. They were fabulous. Yes, they are great. Oh, they had some great medleys. I was listening to their Beatles singing along, messing up their great tune, <laughs> <laughs> but they are going to be back Friday night at the hard rock. Oh, They're yeah. going to be at the wave terrace from eight to midnight. And it's their smooth groove yeah. song list. So this is part of their first Friday's event at the Hard Rock. So it's open to the public. Yeah, they've been doing that for a few months, several months now. It's a big, yeah. big turnout. They, those guys, very talented, play a lot of different music. The, thing about, the great thing about the Love Band is you can tell that they all started playing in church. They've yeah, got that. Yeah. They've got 
<laughs> that yeah, soul, soul about them. From, no matter bit. what song yeah. comes after, you can tell. You know, yeah. just the way, the way they go. You know, I wanted it. to ask you this question. I went to the Maverick Art Festival last week oh, at yeah. Embry Riddle, mm-hmm. and uh, a band named Moonlight Drive-In. Have you heard of them? I they, have not. they performed. And they, they performed their originals at first. And I thought, these are really good songs. I really like these songs. And then they started performing some covers for whatever reason. People like yes, covers. People like but what one, they know. one thing I noticed, and I, I, I like covers when they're done completely differently than the original. Mm-hmm. When somebody covers, say, Sinead O'Connor will cover something and she'll just, it'll just be more of an acoustic version of a song and just give it a completely different you know uh, but it shows the songwriting skill when you change it up a lot you know you really demonstrate Mm -hmm. songwriting skill and i was just thinking i wish they would just do more of their own because it wasn't they did a bad job at the cover but they just did it exactly like the original band so they didn't get to show their talent and i was just wondering as a musician person is that is that typical i love when people make a song their own yeah, I, yeah, I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. I think to do a song and to kind of change it up a little. It's like Jeremy and Andrea when they did the Beatles. Um, they could, they did those Beatle albums. There were some songs in there. I can't think of one off the top of my head. But I just remember them them really just taking a song and you know taking a Lennon song or McCartney song and, and twisting like you said. And and you know you, the words don't change, but just the the way they do it, the way they deliver it, and the phrasing uh, when you change that mm-hmm. up, it really. It's yeah. like you're hearing a new song, but you know the words. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, really, but it's, the way that and, and what they're feeling because it's similar to just acting and performing in general is you bring your own experience to that performance, yeah. which and your skill set and where right. your strength as a singer or a performer is comes out if, yeah. instead of trying to copy what somebody else did. Which you know, you and I both got to see last week when we went to see Linda Ronstadt film oh, the "Sound yes. of My Voice." Was she didn't write her own music? No, nope. I don't think she ever did. But one she song. added to every song that she covered. Yeah, picked up. She was amazing, and I really did not realize her versatility until watching that movie. And I've been a fan of her since the Stone Ponies. But you say that, yes. you didn't realize really well, what. F- <laughs> I, two things on that film. One is, oh my God, that voice is just so powerful. You yeah. forgot how like, yeah. And, and Jackson Brown saying, yeah, we went out on tour together, and we'd switch. You know, I'd open one time, she'd open the next. She goes, and he looks at the film, and he looks at the camera. He goes, "You try opening with from Linda Ronstadt, or following her." No, you try following Linda Ronstadt. And then, like you said, and I really like this about when musicians do this or bands do this is when they take left turns. And she took, she made all the turn. And, and at the time, you're thinking, "Oh, she's just trying to," but when reinvent you, when you, herself, right? Maybe. But when you realized um, Pirates of Penzance and how she just loved that kind of music and wanted to do it. And then the biggest left turn of all was, was doing the Mexican. Yeah. And then the Nelson Riddle big band. Yeah. You know, she did every single, I don't know. I was trying to think of any other artist who has done to that extent that she did. And I, it's just, it doesn't ever seem like people really think about it as being so amazing. Sinatra did a lot of that, but, but, he didn't have that kind of weapon. Well, he was a great storyteller song. You know, it yeah. was almost like he was speaking the song and telling you, but he didn't, certainly didn't go to, to that level. No. And if you haven't, if you didn't get to see the movie at Cinematique, I would recommend that anybody find it on, yeah, it's yeah. probably on iTunes or iMovie or, you know, something, but it's a, it's a great film to watch. If you, if you like her or anybody, Dolly Parton. Yeah. 
and the whole and really like Emmy Lou Harris when they all sang together. Great, yeah, that was. A, yeah, yeah, so. I highly recommend that was a a good uh, remembrance of of that and how amazingly talented she was. And then you know, unfortunately, at this point with Parkinson, she's not able to perform. But but she still appreciates. She's you still can pretty tell. content. She really appreciates yeah. the music. Uh, one other thing that happened last weekend was the Making Strides Walk. Um, raising funds for breast cancer, huge stream of pink going over the ISB yes. bridge over the weekend. They do a great job organizing that. It, it actually started at the Jackie Robinson ballpark this year. And it was, it was, I got to participate in that event. Yeah, it's gotten uh, so big. But there is still an opportunity if you wanted to raise funds for breast cancer. You know, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But the Realtor Sold for the Cause team is doing that beach bike boob cruise this weekend. Boob cruise. Um, same date as the Volusia Veg Fest, so not going to be there this time, but they're starting at the Hard Rock during the day, and they're going to five stops. Nice. So if you want to participate, you can wear, get your bike out, put some pink balloons on it, and participate in the event. I think it's $20 oh. if you want to do it. So. What day? Saturday. This, Saturday. This Saturday. Saturday starts at 10, I think. Oh. Yeah. 10 in the morning. Yeah. Well, so um, Starting early. And there's a couple other things going on in the realm of art. The Ormond Beach Historical Society is taking folks on a two-hour tour of the Ormond Loop, and a little bus tour there. It's not a walking tour or a, or a drive or a, a motorcycle tour, but it stops at Three Chimneys Sugar Mill Ruins, the site, the Fairchild Oak, some historic homes, mm-hmm. and a whole lot more. So that'll be leaving from the casements on on Saturday morning. And over the edge at one Daytona. Have you ever wanted to just jump off a no. building for fun? Well, no. Or maybe throw fun, somebody no. else I've, off a building? Yes, I've wanted to. Well, I felt like jumping a couple times. This is a great opportunity if you're an adventure seeker and you just want to see what it would be like. You step up to the edge, and I assisted as part of the checkered flag committee last year, and you're repelling off the side of that building. Yeah. And it's a, a fundraiser for the NASCAR Foundation in Easter Seals. So last year on Saturday, it was um, all of the mascots. So the knight from UCF was there. The Mario Pizza guy was yeah, there. And they're jumping off in their you. costumes. Wow. They were jumping off. Yeah. Oh. So it's, it's kind of fun to go watch. The fire department is out there. You know, of course, there's an ambulance in case something happens. But they're they're up on the roof. They're helping you teach you how to repel off the side it's a cool and, event and my my longtime good friend cheryl cook i talked to, i saw it today ton of nights and she told me and i never took her for daredevil she's like the top fundraiser <laughs> right? i think she's, she goes first she goes i gotta throw she goes i gotta throw in a few nickels so i can get to fifteen thousand. i was yeah, like fifteen thousand. right she well, raises give you a some ton nickels. of money yeah well you know her family's cost been long associated with easter seals and she's a survivor of cancer so that's but still mm-hmm. she's not a nor am i you know i wouldn't necessarily see her as somebody just ready to jump off the side of a building yeah or, or like go rock climbing all the <laughs> right. time you know it's not, it's not your normal weekend repertoire yeah yeah but it, it, there's a her. lot of folks out there and, and you, you can if you raise enough money a thousand dollars you can do it yeah. but they have a limited number of people so if you're driving by and you see all these people on top of that building right. it's not it's not a it's not a drill. It's no, a fundraiser, no. so that's a lot of fun. I know you love the Red Elvises. They're I do. back in town. Red Elvises. Uh, you know, is there a story? There's got to be an interesting story behind them. But they're quite talented. They're going to be at the Bank and Blues Club on Saturday night. Want to see them? Well, the story of them, Igor is the the main guy, and then the the rest of the band tends to change up. Although they've had the same same female drummer for a long time, and she's just 
if, if you go nothing else, just go watch the drummer and then the people watching the drummer. And that's a show, right? That's all you need mm. right there. They're a lot of fun. A lot of them? energy. Yes, I oh, have. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, they have a, a, a lot of energy. Oh, there seems to be a lot of tequila involved yeah. with whatever goes on uh, with that yeah. show. Yeah. But yeah, they come a couple times a year. There's like a group of people that rent the band out, or the, excuse me, the Bank of Blues Club out and do that whole thing. And they have a great time. Charlie yeah. Gonzalez and the guys. So that's. Yeah. Hey, uh, and speaking of music, so the Deland Original Music Festival is this weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the, you know, they've done several of those now. They just did one in Ormond a while back, and then they do one in uh, on Main Street and other, um, you know, other other cities. But this is their 19th annual. Wow. So, you can say um, annual I when can it's say, been I was going to ask, I was looking for your approval, yeah. but 120 <laughs> acts and 21 stages. I got to tell you, I would rather get poked in my eye than have to deal with 21 stages, <laughs> 21 stages. Yeah. That's a great Two stages that's great. and I get crumpy. Yeah. So in those situations, <laughs> is everybody performing say a period of a half hour, maybe 45 minutes, yeah, maybe one set, changes. a small set to get everybody. It's a lot around. of, uh, you know, it's a lot of, um, I want to use the word amateur in the sense that these aren't people that play every weekend somewhere, right. so, but there's, and there's a lot of younger people. So it's a mix. I mean, they've got, Let's see, rock, country, jazz, metal, Americana, blues, and more. So there's just about anything you could think of rap. I know they've done all kinds of things. So music. And it really lays out good on, it really probably lays out best in the land than anywhere else I've seen them do it. And that might tell you why they've done it for 19 years there. But then there's a lot of vendors. They have food vendors as well and a lot of stuff going on. And it's right there on West Indiana Avenue by the Stewart Courthouse from 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. 12 hours 12 of music. hours. Banging 21 stages of music. <laughs> and then so, they'll sleep for a week. Well, you uh, never know. Phil. That's where Linda Ronstadt could get discovered. Somebody you might never be know. performing that. It's a chance to, to be on stage. There's a, a car show coming up. I know you love car shows. <laughs> one do. Daytona. Cruising One Daytona Car Show. That's Saturday at 4. And uh, the first Saturday's Art Walk is going on in Ormond as well. And if you want to see a movie, have you seen The Last Jedi yet? I'm a, I'm a Star Wars fan. I have not. So that's going to be at the casements at the Rockefeller Gardens right across. And they show free movies on Saturday Rock night Fugger. sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, no, It's actually Friday night, November 1st at 7 o'clock. Well, you know, it's festival season, but it's also playhouse season. Okay. So um, the Daytona Playhouse is going to premiere Over the River and Through the Woods. It starts this weekend. and. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but this is a really fun show. Nick is a single guy from New Jersey. He um, is kind of tired of going to his grandparents every Sunday. His dream job comes along. It's in Seattle. And he feels like he needs to go to Seattle uh-huh. and leaves his family. But antics ensue. But it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a well-written show. Not sleepless. <laughs> Not sleepless in <laughs> Seattle. Right. And the... Um, the Little Theater of New Smyrna is doing a fundraiser Broadway at the Beach event that's coming up this weekend. And Arsenic and Old Lace well, that's opens a, a flag right there. Right. And, you know, this one, I, this, I, I wonder if they're adjusting it a little bit to make it a little more present day because the story is not that out of kilter with a lot of stories you still hear. Drama critic learning that on his wedding day, his beloved aunts are homicidal maniacs and that insanity runs in the family. And you start to wonder toward the end of it, what is the definition of insanity? <laughs> is it doing the same thing over and over again or not identifying the same yeah, thing over and over again? Yeah. 
and, and living through and it. Who, how do, who, who can tell if who's insane because they could be insane. That's right. So it's sort of getting the circular logic that you finish at the end, but just don't drink arsenic and you'll be all right. Well, usually you don't know <laughs> you're drinking arsenic. Right. That's the problem. It's, and uh, the other two things and films we talked about before Aquarella, which is a, a water story at Cinematique and official secrets ends this week. Um, it tells a story of Catherine Gunn, who was a MI5 who wanted to prevent oh, yeah. the Iraq war. And there is a documentary film on Saturday morning. There is a, a, a local advocate and activist, Jason Oftenberg. He's an ex, actually an astrophysicist at Embry Riddle. He rides his bike everywhere. Well, there's a documentary film called mother load that was crowdsourced. And it talks about a cargo bicycle becoming a vehicle for exploring motherhood in this age of climate change. So she is the director. She's riding the bike and she's doing everything she can with her two children on the bike and talking about how reducing greenhouse gas emissions from vehicles should be part of the I know. And it's happened at the same time. Uh, so I can't go see can't it. Do both. All these great vegan things happening at the same time. And coming up in two weeks is the uh, Port Orange South Daytona casino night uh, for their rotary club. They raise money for a lot of good causes. Oh yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah. If you want to, you know, play craps, bet right. a little bit for a good cause. I got, I got one more for you. Yeah. I guess how many years that they've been doing the annual fall jamboree in Barberville at the Pioneer Settlement. Um, a hundred years. Forty three <laughs> years. Forty third <laughs> annual, Lisa. Forty third. I like that. That I've settlement never area. Been. I really think I should go because they got. You know, all kinds of cool stuff. And they do a lot of music out there. Yeah. So what, what they are some of They even encourage the... you to bring your instrument. Really? If they do you have a banjo or a, I have no. a tambourine? Maybe a triangle? A tambourines. Oof. Should outlaw tambourines. No what? one should ever More be allowed. Cowbell. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it sounds like a pretty cool thing out there yeah. at the settlement in Barberville. And at 43 years I've been doing yeah. this. They get a lot of people. I bet. Hopefully yeah. it's cooler. Usually I would think they expect it to be a little cooler for that. I wonder where... I've got to think, there's 170 musicians performing, acoustic, folk, bluegrass, gospel, and Americana music on six stages. Okay, that's six, and there's 21, that's, that's the 27. Is there Is that is going there for 12 hours I've also? Got, hope you're not looking for a musician this weekend. Right. <laughs> no wonder you couldn't find anybody else to I play at you. They're, they're all, all playing in they're Barberville. All, they're in Barberville or in Deland's. Right? <laughs> But, uh, well, you can bring your instrument to the veg fest if you want. I was thinking of bringing a tambourine just to see. Do not want me. To, <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. I would yeah. not do that to you. So hey, we, what are you reading? You reading anything? Yeah. Anything? What's uh, yeah. Your, what's your, as, uh, as, a, as a matter of fact, I just picked this book up when I saw you. It's by Samantha Power, and it's uh, oh, that's right. The um, the birth of an idealist. It's basically. And she was the, under Obama, she was in the... State Department. Well, she was and she, ambassador. Ambassador to the UN, mm -hmm. correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes, That's and she grew up in Ireland. It's a, it's a oh, basic memoir. Very interesting story about her family. She was originally born and was in Ireland for many years. And uh, her father was a, loved Guinness to the point that Guinness wow. killed him. Basically, oh. you know, well, just we could drink. They I mean, she like ended Dennis. up moving to the, the States when she was younger. But it's it's always interesting to get a story, you know, somebody who you, you know just from the time she was on, you know, in, in the administration and all the work that she did as part right. of the UN. But 
the history that she brought from her time living in Ireland during a kind of a rough time in Ireland. So it's, it was, it's good. I like memoirs. I'd like to couple yeah. them with some other book that's more fun and right fancy free, but it's, it's a good book. That's very good. What about, what are you listening to? Joni Mitchell Blue. Oh, nice. Kind of, well, you know, yeah. I fell down that hole last week when uh, Brandy Carlisle <laughs> mm-hmm. recently uh, performed it. And I saw some, some video clips of that. And so I kind of ended up getting the actual um, record, vinyl record. Which what a great, and I, and I missed that one. I got to say, I, you know, I kind of knew some of the songs vaguely, but um, what a great record. James Taylor's on that record. Yeah. Um, Bunch of good musicians on there. Of course, she's amazing. It's, it's had, you know, it's been out since 60 or 71. So it's gotten, it still holds up really well. I think it was NPR named it the, of the best records written by, performed by a woman. I don't know why it's like that, but number one, (laughs) I didn't make this up. That's what they did. The number one. Wow. So is so, uh, Paved Paradise on that? Did no, she sing that? She did. She did, but it's not on that album. No. Oh. And it's on Rolling Stone's Top 500. Oh, Man nice. or Woman. <laughs> Light ad. I but I like recommend Johnny it. It's Mitchell. great. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, I don't know a whole lot of her albums. I didn't either. But so I have to listen kinda, to that one. Kind of. And it was, I'll tell you, when it was perfect, when I was cooking Sunday breakfast, it was perfect to listen to. So It's a good Sunday morning Shout music. Shout out to John, Joni Mitchell. And of course, you know, she's had some health issues and... I guess she's doing better now, but um, she seems like they're just as in Linda Ronstadt. There's this kind of re- resurgence of interest in, uh, in Joni Mitchell. And, yeah, and well, and some of these younger artists might help be helping us to remember yeah. their great voices because they put so much heart and passion into their singing, yes. and really were great storytellers. All yeah. of that. And I think, and I was going to share that with you too after uh, us, we went and saw the. Uh, Linda Ronstadt. I think the closest person to Linda Ronstadt today to me is Brandy Carlisle. And I'm not saying shh, just similar in that they have just these amazing voices that are what, but, and she's taken some left turns in what she's done and who she's helped and um, not just doing her own thing, yeah. but she kind of branching yeah. out. And so. I'm sure it's difficult, especially in an age of, you know, social media, you're a young artist and you're really excelling in one genre to have the courage and yeah. maybe even against the recommendation of your manager or producer to go somewhere else because you're feeling the passion. Like with Linda Ronstadt and the Spanish music, that was her heritage, you know, and she yep. just loved big band and she wanted to try a bunch of different things and we're all the better for it, you know, yes. allowing these artists to expand their wings. And the weird thing is, is that I was good with Mike at Atlantic sounds and, and, and it's all out of print right now. It's all out of, uh, you can't get anything from Linda Ronstadt. Not new. Really? Not available. Is it because the, her, her family was not selling? I mean, they're not on like, iTunes either. I don't. She might you, buy not, you might yeah. be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I was just looking to buy the, the record or yeah. the CD. But, um, yeah, you know, when I moved, after you move a bunch of times after college and, you know, res- different houses, I ended up giving away a lot of my records and a lot of my CDs. Yes. And now I regret it. But I just didn't want to carry more boxes. Right. I know. I managed to hold on to a lot of, but I still yeah. lost a few. Yeah. So I have most of my up. Beatles. That's the collection. And oh, the go. Mamas and the Papas. No. All the stuff from from Laurel Canyon days. There you go. And the Beach Boys. Very good. That's good stuff. Well, we got a lot going on yes, this weekend. Yes, we do. I, uh, know, anybody says there's nothing to do out there, I don't you know what they're looking at. Yeah, well, 
check us out on social media and give right. us some some tips if you've got another event coming up that we can we can talk yes. about. We would love we to hear from you, and we beg, we beg, we please, please. He's I'll on beg. his knees. I don't mind begging. We're trying to get this thing going. We need all the help. It's eight. Us. If you enjoy this, even if you just kind of like it, act like you like it. Yeah. And you know, yeah, get us, a couple snippets. Us. Maybe you, you yeah. learn something new from yeah. this show would be a good thing. You know, follow us, download us, you know, because yeah. next week stars. it's going to be number nine, number nine, number nine, number nine. Number next nine. week. Nine. So we're going to have to. Get a little white album action going on. And a shout out to Bobby, our producer here. Thanks, Bobby, for making us uh, sound as good as possible. Uh, it takes hours after we're done to do that, but we clearly He fixes it. it in post. Yes. That's right. Well, great so, show. And uh, next yes. week, we're going to be talking about a lot more events. Mixology is coming up. Yeah. For one thing, we talked about that last week. Now, we get out there and support these events. A lot of people work really hard, and there's uh, no better way to come together as a community than through the events that we've got going out there, whether it's art or music or, or veg fest or whatever uh, whatever you like. But uh, get out on, get off that couch and go check out some things. Lisa, thanks so much. And we'll talk to you again next week here on the Daytona Scene Podcast. Daytona Scene Podcast.